We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And welcome back. Tom Hauser from 5 Eyewitness News sitting in for Vanita Sawkar. And joining me now is Blois Olson. Blois, how are you today? I am well, Mr. Hauser. How are you? Uh, I am doing well. I was uh, amused to read uh, in the paper the other day, and I'm sure you're aware of this, the proposal in North Dakota that would have them count all of their votes by hand. Yes. Paper ballots, and they say, according to the article, potentially achieving a goal of activists across the country who distrust modern vote counting. Uh, Blois, I don't know about you, but the only thing I trust, I trust less than machines, are people in, in terms of counting and getting things right. Well, I mean, Tom, we're both familiar with this kind of, you know, washing away of trust of our electoral system. And this is one of the visible ways in which people can can talk about it. And how could you not trust the citizens to run democracy? But there's so many efficiencies that machines are there uh, that uh, even in North Dakota, a low population state, the machines are going to give you the results. And I would just, you know, beg people to recall 2000 and hanging chads and weeks of analysis, etc., to say, like, that's not an efficient process either. And uh, so let's just say that you and I will be glad that we're not covering North Dakota should they pass this uh, by referendum because the counting and the results would be – it would take forever, uh, would be questioned. I think further, actually, Tom, I think that's probably the thing is it would give people more reason to question their local elected uh, election judges, which, by the way – you know, are some of the most civic-minded people that you ever run across. And, and Boyce, I, you don't even have to go back to 2000. You go back to 2008. Did, you know, the Coleman-Franken race. Yes. Did people fill in the oval enough? Uh, you know, sometimes their check mark was to the left of the oval or whatever. I mean, this is a disaster waiting to happen. And, you know, even, even when you use machines, there's still paper you're putting into the machines so right. you can go back if there's a discrepancy or it's very close, then you can go back and do a hand count. Yes. I will say this, Tom, about the paper versus machine. There are states, Minnesota is not one of them, that you do it on a machine and then you have to ask for your paper versus in Minnesota where you fill out the paper, the machine reads it. And I think – you know, I think there is some standardization that, that could help. Um, but, you know, I, I'm glad you went back to 2008, Tom, because I think we talked about that uh, every week on At Issue when I used to appear on your show for week after week. And I think at one point I'm like, Tom, can we can we not talk about the Franken and Coleman recount? Because 
this is just getting exhausting. Yeah, it, it did get exhausting. Now, speaking of exhausting, uh, I know you've talked about uh, the flag in here. Your thoughts on the flag. You like it? Up or down? A new state flag? I am meh. My official position is meh. I agree with you. I, I uh, My personal opinion, and I know I'm not supposed to have opinions on the news, uh-oh. but this is just about a flag. So it's not really there, – there's no – there's no taxes hanging in the balance here. I, I would have liked it if they would have kept some green in it. I love yeah, the green. Yeah, no, I think some land would have been good. Uh, but I will say the final version ended up better than the preliminary finalist, in my mind, for uh, crazy uh, theories and conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we don't even need to go down that road, but I know. Anyway, so you know, but I'll tell I you did what, trademark. I, I did trademark the team yet, term yesterday on Twitter officially as flag fatigue. Oh, you so, did. You know. Well, in yeah. our newsroom, I refer to it as flag foolery. Uh, who's covering? It's good. You who, better. Who's you better put something on that because I, you know, I we think could, I just did. Can't they I do just? It by the way, did you hear that there the, there would be a suggestion that we put the flag to a referendum in Minnesota? I I know there's going to be some lawmakers, uh, but you know what are the chances that that. It's going to happen. Not very good, but no. I like to drive Steve Simpson crazy and make him think he has to cover it all next year. Well, they're going to vote on paper ballots in North Dakota. Why wouldn't we vote on the flag uh, right. here in Minnesota? Because I, I love a quote I read from somebody on the on the committee that was deciding this. They thought this flag could bring us all together. There's nothing that can bring us all together. Is there? I mean, yeah, there is one thing. Uh, what's that? A Viking Super Bowl? Uh any team winning a national championship in Minnesota? Yeah, any team? It, uh, I, in it fact, does it. The Vikings would the Vikings would lead the way, but I'm just saying, any winning team winning a championship is about the only thing that could bring us together. Right didn't now. didn't I just see somewhere that uh, some youth football team from Minnesota just won a national championship? North Minneapolis. Yes. See, so you saw that in the morning take. Was that where I saw it? Okay, yeah, it I was in the yesterday. Morning. Yeah. Because so we do have a national champion. So there, you, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas we, to you, Tom. We have we have a winner in the state of Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to have uh, Governor Walls on uh, next hour. Uh, your suggestions. What should I ask him? I'm of course going to ask him about the budget, the the uh, surplus versus the deficit, or as they like to call it, the structural imbalance. Um. I, I was thinking of questions you should ask him. I think that's probably the biggest one. And I and I also think is, you know, like we're going into another election year next year and he now has this national role. Is that in contrast to trying to kind of unite the state? Because as you know, five years ago, he came into office very trying to unify the state. And now he has become a national partisan spokesperson. And that is a tough role to take if you want to unify a state. Well, except in this day and age, he's probably fairly pragmatic that no matter what you do is going to seem partisan. And obviously he wants to elect other Democrats. He wants to tout what he has accomplished, he and the legislature have accomplished here in Minnesota. So I, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, I, I think we're almost... I, I hate to be a pessimist, but I think we're almost beyond <laughs> unification. See, Tom, I'm ending the year. I'm trying to bring optimism, <laughs> and you're just raining on the holidays. So this is your last live show of the year? It is. This is, is my last live segment of the of 2023. Anything you want to say? Any final words that maybe would put the FCC license of this station in jeopardy? Anything you want to do? Yeah, probably not that. But the, right. but the one thing I would ask Governor Walls is how come every projection – 
from the state office building to the governor's residence to the school lunch program to safe and sick leave appears to be way higher than budgeted. And we can throw health and human services in there as well. Uh, way, way over budget. We my, will... uh, my message is Merry Christmas to all. Have a happy new year. I'll talk to you live again on January 2nd. And uh, I hope everybody has a safe and uh, peaceful holiday season. And the same to you. Happy holidays to you and your family. He is Blois Olson from The Morning Take. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.